Rick will cut you. This is a brand new episode. I'm Rick Morgan, your host. I'm the owner and operator of Echo Alley Barbershop in Cincinnati, Ohio. And a lot of you have been saying, hey, where's the uh, where's the next episode of Rick Will Cut You? We've been enjoying it. Rick, you were on my list of most listened to podcasts on Spotify of 2020. I only had five episodes, so I don't know how that's possible. But a few people told me that it, you know they must not listen to a lot of podcasts. But hey, I'll take it. Anyways, this is another episode. This was recorded uh, right before Christmas. My guest on this one is Keelan Jamison. Many of you might have met him if you've been in the barbershop. Keelan is a barber school student. He's an aspiring barber. He would like to work in the barbershop someday, and hopefully within the next year he will. Uh, he sweeps up hair about once a week. He hangs out, um, talks a little talks a little trash in the barbershop. He's a nice guy. He's a very nice young man. Slightly troubled, but, you know, people with, uh, I don't want to say mental illness, but, you know, I, I, I attract them. I don't know why. But I, I really have really enjoyed the time I've had with Keelan as a friend, and I enjoyed the time I had talking with him here for this podcast. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. Me and Keelan worked together at a restaurant when I first moved back to Cincinnati while I was getting relicensed uh, for barbering. And he's a good guy. He's a nice guy. He's in a band. He's a guitarist. He's The band is called The Last Safe Place. I think you can find him on Spotify if you're interested. They've done a couple shows even. So that's neat. But he's a he's a funny guy, very nice, very interesting. Got a very unique point of view. And I think you guys will really enjoy him. Just, you know, don't give up on the episode right away. Just give it give it several minutes, and I think you guys are gonna have a good time. Anyways. Without further ado, this is the episode. This is Keelan Jameson. This is another episode six of Rick Will Cut You. Thank you. Thank you very much. Keelan, how was your day today? Oh, it was good. Hanging out with you at the shop. Yep. You got some donuts. Yeah, I brought in some donuts today. I gave you some Buckeyes. You gave me some Buckeyes. You made your own Buckeyes. Yeah, it sure did. Got, got that. They were delicious. Stole that recipe from a amusement park that I cannot say, probably. I don't know. They probably won't come after me. I think you're safe. Uh, I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> Kings Island. I don't think I sold any, like, signed any NDA or anything. Yeah, I don't think Kings Island's going to come after you for stealing a po- portion of their Buckeye chocolate peanut butter ball recipe <laughs> that you got when you were 15. I think you're safe. Oh, I was 21, but it's fine. Actually, you know what? Then you are fucked. Yeah. You're an adult. <laughs> almost old enough to rent a car. They're going to come after you. Luckily, I don't really know anyone who still works there anymore, so I should be good. Yeah, if you know anyone that still works at Kings Island after the age of 21, you are a pedophile. Well, <laughs> Isn't well, that true? It is. No. It is No, it's an amusement park run by children. No, no. my. So one of my good friends, he's like... He worked there until like last year, and he's like my age. He's a little older than me, actually. Not a pedophile. How old are you? I'm 27. He's older than you. He's still working. So, so yeah, he was there, okay. and then now he works like 
at another restaurant currently. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he worked there for, like, 10 years. And, like, I mean, I understand why a lot of people end up staying because you just get in the groove of, like, you're doing seasonal work for, like, nine months of the year. And it's, like, oh, you're getting these guaranteed hours. Oh, it's kind of fun. Your friends come back and so on. I understand you get kind of stuck in there. But, honestly, once you get out, like, as soon as you get out and you get, like, a different job that's not, like, you know, just a three-month job that you get mm-hmm. that's yeah. not, like, Speedway or something like that. Yeah. It's, like, you're, like, oh, wow, whoa, I'm making more money and working less hours now. And I'm dealing with zero peanut butter balls. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, maybe you go into bakery or something, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, but I really, the last time I went to Kings Island, I was horrified. Oh. Actually, I was more scared than I've ever been. Like when I was a teenager and I used to go there, I used to get on all the rides. I used to not think twice, you know, had no fear. Now that I'm in my 30s, I went there and everyone running these giant roller coasters are 15 years old. Yeah. These are people in charge of the safety of me. No, it's like it's it's horrifying. I don't want to do it. I don't. I was just. I was scared of getting on the roller coasters. I was horrified. I was like shaking. No, I like, used to not be. I used to be fear fearless. What happened? The, no, like literally, that entire park is basically ran by like seventeen year olds. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like that. Like damn near everything is rent. Like I had managers that were seventeen while I was there. I was taking orders from someone who is still in high school. You know what I mean? And when I say taking orders, they're like, "Hey, don't do that." I'm like, oh, whatever. Like I don't care. Like, just do <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> You're like, like whatever. Don't do what? <laughs> like, I don't what would they tell you not to do, Keelan? Oh, uh, like don't don't rearrange the items like that. I'm like, oh. what items? Like, I don't know, like shirts or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I don't know. Like, I think I did something dumb. Like, uh, like I rearranged the shirts where it would go like small, medium, large and extra large, like on the back. But it's supposed to go like extra large, large, medium, small. Like it's supposed to go from larger to smaller. And I didn't know that. So I was just doing whatever I would, what I thought would be like. Yeah. yeah, whatever seemed right to you. Yeah, yeah, seems right to me. And Either it's not way, like I got yelled at or anything. Like, oh, don't do that. Fix this. I'm like, all right. And then I would just like, just taking my sweet time, to reversing my own mistake. <laughs> yeah, because again, they're 17, and like I'm like 21. I might have been 22 at the time. I don't really remember. Yeah, but. Yeah. You're 22. You're rearranging some shirts with SpongeBob on them. Would you say what were they? Uh, Kings they, Island they were shirts. Like, 80s, like I worked a lot in the. Uh, it was like the 80s store at the time. Oh, then 80s store. Okay. Yeah. So it was like Goonies. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Like big Paramount movies. Was this when it was Paramount's Kings Island? No, no. So it's been owned by like Cedar Fair for a while. Has it? God. Yeah, since like 2007, I think. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I miss Paramount's Kings Island. Call me crazy. Yeah, like I want SpongeBob back. Like, that, if, if a 17-year-old gave you an order at Paramount's Kings Island, you were allowed to slap him in the face. <laughs> and that's the kind of amusement park I want in my town. 
I think you can do that at Coney Island. There's no rules at Coney Island. You can hit the employees? I'm sure. Yeah. Who's going to stop you? I don't think they have employees at Coney Island. I think it's just... Coney Island is, is a pool in Cincinnati, a public pool in Cincinnati that has slides. Yeah. And there are no employees, really. It's just a, you pay to get in the park, and then it's just a f- complete free-for-all. Even during COVID, I think, there's no COVID rules. Oh, yeah, let me tell you It's about just this. complete chaos. What are the, some of the things you observe in the barbershop? You've been coming in like once a week for a couple months now. What are, what are the what what surprises you about the barbershop? What do you like? What do you like that I do? What don't you like that I do? Feel free to say whatever you like, whatever <laughs> you want. Um, I guess nothing really surprises me. Like <laughs> my dog, it's mostly just haircuts. Yeah, like it's. Like haircuts or whatever. I mean, I guess like, I I guess I shouldn't be too surprised, but like you know the fact that like we were able to just watch like the Mighty Ducks one day, you know, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we watched the Mighty Ducks in the shop. Yeah, and D two, part of D two. Yeah, part of D two. Yeah, that was a fun day. That was a fun day. Um, also like, I mean. Like a lot of nice people come in. Yeah. Like a lot of nice, genuine people. Mm hmm. Interesting. One criticism. Give me one criticism. One criticism. Ah, oh, man, you need dominoes there. In dominoes. Show. Okay. I need some, a dominoes table. I mean, we can't really play any board games during COVID. But I appreciate your enthusiasm <laughs> about classic gaming. <laughs> yeah. Are you into games? Am I card in? games maybe? Um yeah, I mean kinda. Like Yeah. Well so it's not like I play poker or anything, but you know, like I've been lied to this entire time of my entire adult life thinking I would be invited to a poker night, but it is what it is. Wait, what? You know, like sitcoms they show you like Oh, you're invited to poker night. There's no poker night. That doesn't exist. People have poker nights. <laughs> they don't. Yes, they do. Not <laughs> yes, people do. Not in your circle of friends. Yeah. And yeah, instead we play magic. Okay, you guys do magic. Yeah, we play magic the gathering instead. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could do a you could you could organize a poker night. You could make that happen. Yeah, but like I don't like that it has to fall on me to organize the poker night. Well, tell your roommate to organize it. He he won't do it. Yeah, he will. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? I don't know. Like, I feel like it's like I I'd have to really do it. Like, I feel like any time we like plan any kind of like social thing, it's like I have to do it. Yeah. We'll do it. Do the poker night. I don't know how to play poker. Yeah, I don't. I barely have an idea. But I know he knows how to play though. Yeah. Listen, you can make poker happen. Your roommate, on the other hand, is a mess. I'm not even going to say his name. <laughs> He's a great guy. I love him. He comes in the barbershop as well. I think he mentioned this to you. He one time tried to pay me with a bottle of booze instead of giving me cash <laughs> for a haircut. Yeah, but... They- he just handed me a bottle of booze <laughs> and started walking out the door. I was like, are you going to pay me for the haircut? 
He goes, I just gave you that that whiskey. And I was like, I didn't ask for this whiskey. I asked for money. And he was like, that whiskey's worth almost $40. I was like, okay, great. Are you you can take it back. Give me give me thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah. I think I let I let him get away with it. I said, Okay, fine. This one time, but next time you're paying me. Yeah. So what's wrong with that guy? <laughs> he's your friend. <laughs> I know, yeah. He's my he's my best friend. I've known him since sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Live down the street from me. Um, I don't, I don't know. He's just been having a rough go at it, but he's trying. He's a good. Uh, he's not. Yeah. Having, he's a good guy. I'm yeah, just he's teasing. A good guy. Yeah. It's you know. I just thought it was very funny that he was. It, no, it's very funny. They thought that was just gonna so be that's acceptable. Just like here's <laughs> a sandwich and. <laughs> a coupon for french fries somewhere are we we good thanks for the cut <laughs> you know like uh you know next time we'll bring you a chicken oh hey there's over 200 dollars of savings in that coupon card i gave you <laughs> that should be worth at least eight haircuts <laughs> i just gave it to you are you kidding me now you want money? What? Who's that? I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, my ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend's texting you? Yeah. But we're like just friends. Okay. Yeah. You dated for three years? Three years. So are you comfortable talking about her on this? Yeah. I can edit anything out. Yeah, you're fine. You can, Yeah, we can talk about you it. dated for three years. Yeah. Yeah, it was... It like, didn't, you guys went your separate ways... And then she asked you, do you mind if I work at the restaurant you're working at? And you were like, no, not at all. Yeah, basically. Yeah. You're much more mature than me. <laughs> I would have lost my mind. I'd be like, how dare you? How do you even have the nerve to ask me that question? No, I mean, it's fine. Like, we honestly, like, yeah, we had, like, like a good, you know, breakup like a very clean breakup we're still friends and like and it's like oh i know like like she was gonna need a job and like you know covid sucks and yeah and stuff and like she already worked at the west or a different location of the same restaurant chain yeah so like and then that since that chain was now closed it's like yeah might you might as well come to this location yeah i would have said you're gonna be homeless I'm sorry. I can't look at you. I know you need a job. Your unemployment's run out. You're past you on the rent. But I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm too emotionally fragile to see you a couple of times a week. Well, what's funny is I only I I don't even see her that often at work. Yeah. It's like we have like opposite shifts. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. You're a good man. Yeah. This is why when Keelan is done with barber school, you should come and get your haircut by him. And when he enters barber school, you should go contact him. He can practice on you. How does that sound? There's no one uh, with any experience will be watching him do it, but he will just be experimenting on your head. 
seeing what feels right to him in the moment and learning through failure and just you know just with a sharp object in my hand yeah can't wait to see you all come down oh so wait so actually speaking of work i gotta tell you about like this weird like situation i found myself in at the restaurant you serve at yeah yeah let's hear it so i have like some bar bar tables or whatever you know Mm-hmm. And I get these two older guys. One's wearing like a Saint X Bombers like jacket. Can we describe the place you work at? Yeah, it's like fine casual. Fine casual out in Montgomery. Yeah. When I worked there, I was basically making lemon drop martinis and chocolate teenies for the sixty and over crowd. Yeah. It was pretty brutal. Yeah, Wednesday nights are like. The worst nights. Yeah. Yeah. Martini night. Mm-hmm. Got to get all the divorces out there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I I, uh, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, you're good. So, a guy's wearing a St. X Bombers thing, and then our guy's just wearing a suit, and, uh, and every time I come up, you know, they be just kind of weird or whatever, but it's like, you know, whatever. I just... There's just some weird kind of friendly people that come in. That's just how it is. So so as I would come up and be like, Hey, how are we doing so far or whatever? Like they started going like, Oh, sorry, you know, we were just talking about like when you get older, you talk about like the four things and it was something like death, judgment, heaven and hell. I think it was. It was like the four things. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, are you, like, religious? And then I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking with the clientele. This dude's wearing a St. X shirt. I'm just going to go with, just roll with it. Just be like, yeah, you know, I, I try, try to say I'm a good Catholic boy. I should not have said that. You said that to them? Yeah. I try to be a good Catholic boy. I should not have said that. Why? Oh, because then it turned into, they started asking me a lot of questions. And then now the thing is, like, I grew up Catholic and so on. So it's not like I, I, I can answer, like, their questions. But mm-hmm. they start asking me, like, oh, you go to Mass every Sunday? And it's like, no, ever since the pandemic, I have not. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just saying, just saying those type of things. But for the, do you go to the Mass at all, ever? Like once a year. Okay. Yeah, it's so not really. Like I'll get like some sort of like spiritual inkling in me. I'm like, maybe I do believe in this again. And then like I'll go to the mass and then it's, you realize it's then all I'm a like, lie. I'm like, ah, I gotta leave here. Yeah. This isn't for me. Yeah. So, uh. So, you know, I'm just, like, going for, but, you know, I but I watch it every Sunday on TV. Oh, God, you really were digging deep in this yeah, lie. Yeah, And then yeah. they asked me, he asked me, like, oh, are you, uh, are you dating anyone? <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, not, not currently. He's like, oh, well, you should date my daughter. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then. You're like, let's see some pics. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Bust your phone out pops but he's like yeah she's like she's 22 just graduated college 
you know, and I've been trying to get her back in the church, and I think you'd be a good young man to help get her back in the church. Oh, my God. Yeah, and he's like, give me your contact information. I'm going to give her your number. Don't you go, have you gone out, have you, has he contacted you? No, I, I gave him my phone number, be, and the only reason why is because I've seen these gentlemen before. At Like, they've come in before. I just haven't served them before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't want to get caught with like, you gave me a fake number and now yeah. this awkward situation. No, you you should go out with her. Well, I, I didn't get any contact from her or anything. Yeah. You should hunt him down and say, hey, 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 <laughs> your daughter hasn't called me. Yeah. I thought we were going out. I thought I was going to be the good Catholic boy of her dreams. Yeah. I brought her this one flower. Will you give this to her? It's for me. <laughs> No. Yeah, like so that happens and then they're like, Oh, you should come to this like prayer center sometime uh, the first Saturday of the month. And I'm like, Yeah, sure, sure. Like, no, seriously, you need to come. It's in located in Norwood. It's uh down the street from here, so on and so on. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, we and also we would like you to speak there sometime and I'm like Oh, what a dream, Keelan. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, why? It's like, because we need young people back in the faith. And a young, good Catholic boy like you is someone we needed. The rest of my night was just them talking to me about this. And it's like, oh, you know, the, the Fatima. Oh, do you? What's pray? Fatima? Fatima is like, uh, the miracle of Fatima is basically like, there's like these like three like Catholic children who said like they saw a premonition of Mary in like spain and in like 1917 or something like that yeah yeah and then like and then she said like oh beware of hell and communism or something like that. <laughs> yeah. and then and then the sun like flickered in the sky and there's like i don't know it's kind of interesting like there's like reports of people saying like i saw the sun flicker in the sky and then there's other people going like i didn't see anything so, uh, like, it's kind of a weird, interesting sort of sociological idea of, like, oh, what the hell's going on here? Why are some people saying they saw something and not? You yeah, know? yeah. But anyway, so he asked me, do I pray to Angelus and all, all this stuff? He's like, oh, you're, you're, oh, and your name's Irish, so you're especially Catholic, aren't, aren't you? And it's like, yeah, you got me. <laughs> and, got me nail busted. Yeah, and... You're like doing the sign of the cross as you walk out yeah. and lay their food down. Yeah, like it's just, and then they're like, "Oh, bless me, God bless you." I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm with your spirit. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, and some yeah, real wackos. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, oh no, what did I get myself? You're into? up there. You're like, yeah, you know what? Even though I'm a young man, I'm not scared to say Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Let me shake your hand, sir. Merry Christmas. I'm not scared of COVID-19. That's not real. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Oh, he also asked me to take off my mask at one point. Take off your mask and spit down my throat. I'm a good Catholic man. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Take off your mask. I'll take off mine. Spit down my throat. Get me some wine. Let's go. Get me some wine. Let's make this party. Let's get this party started. I'm a good Catholic man. I know about Fatima, and the and and the Rosary and 
Angelos? Like, yeah. I know all that. Shove this rosary up my butthole. <laughs> slowly pull it out. One wow. beat at a time. Okay. That's what he said. I did not say that. No, that's what he was implying when he told uh, you to take the mask off. He was basically telling you, <laughs> shove a rosary up his ass, pluck it out yeah. in a torture-like, slow way, but that also brings him pleasure. Nail him to a cross. Like. Nail me to a cross. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, some real perverts at this restaurant. Yeah, some real perverts at this restaurant. Um, I'm glad I decided not to become a priest, that's for sure. So. Was that an option? Yeah, that was. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead ass serious. In when? How old were you? College. In college. I, yeah, yeah. Healing my. Oh my. Yeah. God. So for like a solid year. This I is got, the darkest secret. It's not even a secret. secret. This is the darkest <laughs> thing that you've ever no, thought. The darkest open. thought you've. Excuse me. The darkest thought you've ever had is yeah. to have become a thought about becoming a priest. Yeah, for like a solid year, I thought like after college I would go into seminary. Yeah. A year after college? Yeah, mm-hmm. like probably like like maybe not right after college, but like decently after like a few years after college. Go in the seminary, like become a priest, like a Jesuit priest and stuff. Like what's the a Jesuit priest? What's the difference? Can they marry? No. Um so that was actually like the the whole idea of like marriage was like not being able to marry was like really like the thing that made me not Maybe like prevented me from really yeah I, I, following <laughs> down yeah. this road because I realized I, I like women too much yeah and yeah we're not looking for you in the priesthood yeah <laughs> yeah oh you like women sorry no we're <laughs> we're looking for you to still be sexually active but <laughs> not like that not with adults and not with women oh. Oh, I also found out like just a few weeks ago that like the priest that did like that like did served like my dad's funeral like like was fucking kids or something. Yeah, yeah. Like I. So this was this. So this priest was. Uh, yeah. So a family. You guys knew him your whole life no, or something I didn't or what? Know this priest. So like it was just like, well, like it was like if I did go to mass, I would go to this church. Mm-hmm. Like, at this time, I would, like, try to go to Mass when I could. And then it's just, like, I never really talked to the priest. Like, normally I used to actually, like, try to meet and talk to the priest. Like, I knew, like, the priests pretty well up in Oxford. Like, actually, like, very great, like, two great priests that were up there. Like, absolutely great. Like, one of them actually did, like, the last rites for my dad and mm. stuff. But, um, uh, but the priest that did, like, the funeral Mass... Uh, for my dad so when my dad died that basically like destroyed my idea of like god and faith and stuff mm-hmm. honestly yeah yeah because i was just like this is this is nonsense now to me you know yeah so it really like shattered like i mean it was pretty fragile but like it really shattered it mm-hmm. so then um so yeah but like just like a few weeks ago i was talking on the phone with my mom and then she was just like yeah you know that priest that did your father's funeral yeah he got arrested or something because he used to like he like i guess like was fucking kids in like the 90s and then they just moved him around yeah the catholic church does which also by the way why i shouldn't be catholic you know that's a pretty good reason yeah. I think it's a pretty good reason for for anyone not to be Catholic yeah. is to not support Yeah. Absolutely. A, a child sex cult. 
I mean, yeah. International child sex cult is what it is. Um, yeah, it's not good. Uh, you know what's funny about that too is if I imagine if you told a priest that you know after my father's dead I'm like I'm having real concerns about my faith and a lack of faith or you know I'm having uh, conflicting thoughts about the church blah 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 they would just be like this is God testing you testing your faith wouldn't that be the answer well, something along those lines well that's because they're testing your faith. It actually kind of depends on the priest, I've realized. They got some pretty good ones. Yeah, no, so, like, there's actually, like, one priest uh, up in Oxford, like, I would, I used to go see, like, quite a bit, and, like, I would just talk to him and just be like, you know what, I'm just going to give you, like, some tough, fast questions, so good luck answering these, you know? And, yeah, uh, he was pretty good about that, but, like, a lot of the time, but one that I've ran into a lot, though, of, like, because I think I've tried talking to just a random priest about, like, this exact thing. And it wasn't, like, God testing me. It was more, like, something to do with, like, you know, there is, like, suffering in this world. And, like, and it is, like, through suffering that, like, sometimes a greater good could happen and stuff. It was, like, trying to say, like, you can't have good without evil. Yeah. I say that most mostly when I see homeless children, I tell them that. Yeah, like, yeah. I just know. say your suffering is what was it? It's good for the world. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's good. This is the best possible world. You, this world is. I know this world is good because I see that you are homeless. Yeah, <laughs> and starving. I see God in you, and God is all around you. And you know what? You're luckier than me, actually. <laughs> he Did you think me. about that? Yeah, because God didn't help me because I just grew up in the suburbs. And I went to college. Look at you. You're living on the street. You're eight years old. The world is beautiful. <laughs> That's just what I say every time I see a homeless child. I don't know what a priest says. I know what a priest says. <laughs> he doesn't do a lot of talking. Right down to business. Oh, no one's watching you? <laughs> okay. I, uh, <laughs> Let's expedite the grooming process. Here, uh, have you had first communion yet? Here's the body, man. Let's talk about the blood for a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna do a lot with the blood. Yeah, here's a lot of wine for you. The blood, <laughs> Jesus juice. Yeah. Here we go. Oh my God, it's like a, it's just like a company, and the priests are the it's sales reps, and it's like you have good sales reps and bad sales reps. Yeah, you got a good territories and bad territories. It's just like. You yeah, know? and you send the bad priest to just a different parish. But you're never allowed to fire the bad sales reps. No, 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 no. Just keep them in the company. Just it'd be terrible PR. Yeah, yeah. I should say that's not really fair. Fair to actual companies with sales reps to compare them to the Catholic Church because that would be like if Pepsi Company had a bunch of sales reps and the bad ones were raping little kids. <laughs> It's like, yeah, then they would be like the Catholic Church. <laughs> so I apologize to every corporation I that I made that comparison. I don't apologize to the corporations. Keelan, oh, here we go. Jesus <laughs> Christ, here comes the commie talk. I'm just saying. You know. Okay. So what, a, what a surprise that someone... Someone who was as disillusioned as Keelan, who was considering becoming a priest after the Boston Globe debacle, 
also is a communist. Jesus led me to this, yeah? Yeah, that's true. He's testing me. I think I'm passing with flying colors right now. Are you a communist? You can announce, you no. can say the truth right now. No, I wouldn't say I'm a communist. I'm like a... I wouldn't say I'm a communist. No, that means you're a I'm communist. A okay, I'm just a, like a far leftist. I'm still figuring out my own ideology a little bit, but leftist, but with a lot of emphasis on community. Okay, I have to bring up one thing. Okay. Because you told me this earlier. I am bringing up something you told me. I don't know if you told it to me in confidence. Whatever. We can edit it out. Yeah, we can edit it out. <laughs> but you told me that there was a professor in college. Yeah. Who shaped your... <laughs> wait, stop. Don't cut me off. Who shaped your worldview strongly. Your, your, your strong political views as well. Who's your biggest influence. He has since been arrested. Am I right? Yeah. What was he arrested for? <laughs> uh, for crossing state lines and trying to have sexual activity with a minor. 14 years old. 14 years old. Do you see the pattern here yeah. of men that you trust? <laughs> Maybe these men who are telling you to be a communist and become a priest aren't good people. <laughs> Maybe... That's not what you should be doing with your life. I'm not a communist, though. I'm just a leftist. He he was like... I'm not anything. I'm not a rightist. I'm not a communist. I'm not like a libertarian over here. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Don't be like one of those guys who's a communist and calls everyone comrade. <laughs> I've met a few of those guys. I know some of them. Some of them I like. One of them I really don't like. Yeah. Calls people comrade. It's like I'm a photographer. Comrade. Like, do you make money doing photography? Shut the fuck up. Is it true that you didn't want to go back to your serving job? You were making more money on unemployment. <laughs> you said that to me, too. You were pissed when they brought you back. Yeah, I mean, like, I I was making more on unemployment. Like, yeah, facts. Facts. Didn't want to work. You were pissed when they brought you back. Well, it's not that, like, I mean, also, I've just been very disillusioned with this whole society and system where it's like, you know, there's like a pandemic happening, like numbers are going up yada yada and it's like okay we do have a system in place of unemployment you know and i agree if, if they have to shut things down if they have, you know they have to shut restaurants down for the safety they have to shut barbershops down fine by me pay all those people yeah give them money if yeah. you're not going to let them work and make a living so i agree with that yeah like like absolutely and like the system was already in place going into july but we but for really what felt like no real reason it was like all right, it's May, screw it, we're open. Like, that's, you know, like, that's what it felt like. Like, the state was just like, man, we're open now. And I'm sure, like, there's, like, a lot of nitty-gritty details that I'm super overlooking, yada, yada. But, like, you know, it really just felt more like, uh, you know what? We're just going to have to open up, 
even though we already have a system in place of good safety net going right now, we're just yeah. going to have the openness all up. And like, yeah, you're now going to actually be in danger because you work in a restaurant and have to talk to people without, they're not wearing a mask, but you still wear a mask and so on. Yeah. Which I, I happily wear the mask. Like I never complain about that. But like, are you being a hundred percent honest right now? Yeah, like I mean, the only time I ever really complained was was like the first couple of days because like I had like a big beard at the time. But since I shaved that off, now yeah. I don't complain. It's more the beard's fault. That <laughs> <laughs> was the beard's fault, Keelan. Yeah. What are your hopes and dreams for twenty twenty one? Twenty twenty one. Well, I guess have barber school, have that finance, get through barber school, and and also like hopefully just play like a few shows with my band. Those are really my biggest hopes. I would like to go to one of your shows. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If there are any angel investors out there that want to invest in Keelan. <laughs> Jameson's education. Despite a name like Keelan Jameson, he why he does not drink. No, I wisely don't. so he should not with a name like that. He is very Irish, and uh, it'd probably be a nightmare if he drank. Probably, there's there's a history of alcoholism in my family. So yeah. there you go. He does not drink. He is kind, <laughs> smart, talented personable enthusiastic do you ever feel like you get dumber as time goes on yes yeah so yeah. like same like every year i just feel like my brain's just gone to mush and just i'm just a big dumb dummy baby anyways if anyone wants to <laughs> invest in him and give him money so that he can go you pay for his barber college he will accept your donation of whatever it is. Contact me. We'll, we'll, it will be like a GoFundMe. But we can make it happen. Listeners, this is a good guy. You invest in Keelan. You invest in Rick Will Cut You. You invest in Echo Alley Barbershop. Keelan, anything else you want to say about how dumb you've gotten <laughs> and why they should give you money for your education? Yeah. If you want to make this mushy brain into like craftsman of hair donate to the Keelan goes to barber school college fund what, what, what will you become Who, no one knows what you will become in 2021 20, Keelan yeah. that's what's great about the future it's up in the air but you know 2022 we know what you'll be by 2022 yeah. and that is one little hoe yeah a little hoe baby Wicka 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 wicka